Okay, yeah. Either way. Yeah, I'll just hold it. Good. Okay. So, um, in 2003, well, first of all, let's, let me just say that this is going to be a story of God's goodness, of God's goodness, of his uh, provision through the last 20 years, both physically, both financially, and many other ways. So 2003, I began to have some problems, and they discovered I had a tumor on my spine at the second vertebra down, C2. And uh, so the, the neurologist sent me to a neurosurgeon. He took one look at the MRI, shook his head and said, I don't even know how you're standing. You should be in a wheelchair and been there for years. And so he told me that the surgery to remove it would take two to four hours. He told me that I could come out completely well. I could come out completely paralyzed from the neck down. I might never wake up from the surgery or die on the operating table. And he told me that, uh, but you, he said you can't not have the surgery because you'll just, you won't like what becomes of you when the tumor severs your spinal cord completely in two. So he wouldn't do the surgery unless, he, unless I told him what he wanted me to do if I really didn't wake up. I was just, if the, the, the respirator was keeping me alive. So I, I went uh, and checked into the hospital. He did the surgery. He cut me open, removed three, the back of three vertebrae so he could get at the tumor. And he just saw something that was much worse than he could ever imagine. And that two to four hour surgery lasted over 17 hours of him scraping and cutting the tumor off my spinal cord, trying not to damage it. Well, I came, he came back the next morning to see how I was doing. And I was still not awake from the from the uh, anesthesia. And so he just thought, well, that's it. He's never going to recover. And he's told me he doesn't want to just continue on the respirator and be a burden to his wife. So he turned the respirator off, and I kept breathing. Now, the Lord was, uh, you know, sustaining me. He was providing what I needed. And... Uh, a little bit funny. I woke up when I did wake up. The nurse, his nurse, was staring me right in the face, saying, "Saying, can you, can you, can you talk? Do you know who you are? Can you tell me your name?" And I thought, "Well, that's a silly question." <laughs> so, so I looked at her as confused as I could, and I said, "Bill Smith." <laughs> well, <laughs> they didn't think that was very funny. <laughs> so. When I woke up, my right side was completely paralyzed. My left side was about 50% paralyzed. There's no way that I could stand. They sent me to the rehab for, um, well, I was there for seven weeks. And the, their goals for me at the rehab 
They wanted to teach me to put my deodorant on, brush my teeth, put my shirt on, and maybe transfer from the bed to the wheelchair. And that was their goals. And seven weeks later, it wasn't very pretty, but I was up walking around. And, well, before, before, several years before, I had a pastor who suddenly began preaching on God's providence and his sovereignty in all things. And I'll be honest, I, before that, I wasn't real sound on God's sovereignty and his providence. I'd never heard anyone preach on it before. And so he started really harping on that. And I don't know who else in the congregation it was for, but it was for me. And by the time I went and had that surgery, I was God gave me nothing of me. God gave me peace on however it was going to turn out. And so I spent seven weeks there, and they finally they had to kick me out because they wanted to keep me longer, but the insurance company wouldn't pay for it because I'd exceeded my goal so much. And so, so you can see every step in that, from preparing me by revealing to me, by teaching me God's sovereignty in all things, and knowing that he will provide, that I was at peace on however that it came out. If I opened my eyes and beheld my Savior, if I was paralyzed from the next down, Whatever that he gave me a great peace. So you can see every step of the way how he provided for me. Um, and if if I'd have never walked again, yeah, he still was providing for me. It, it, it doesn't matter how it turned out. He is sufficient. But now I want to switch and talk about financially. So, I was a geologist, worked for an oil company. I went to work, quit the company I'd been working for, went to work for this brand new publicly traded oil company. Stock was $9 a share. And they gave me a whole bunch of stock options, which means if the, if the stock price goes up, I can exercise them and the difference is mine. So we made several acquisitions and we were drilling wells in Michigan and Montana and different places that were doing really well. And it just happened. Well, I say it just happened. The price of natural grass went through the roof. And those, suddenly our stock was trading at about $55. And so I sold all of those. And this was before I was ever in the hospital because I haven't worked since, um, really. I haven't worked since the surgery. And so here I was at 40 years old and had this big lump of cash. (coughs) And so I put it in the stock market. It was in mutual funds. And then this happened. And um, so God provided me for me all of that money. 
And like I say, it doesn't make me rich, but it has sustained my family because I had seven little kids at home. And those stock options were enough to get me through the last 19 years. And on top of that, my former employers, one of them had a fundraiser. Another one just sent me some checks in the mail. And I've gotten various checks in the mail, or, or not checks, but I did get a check from a former employer that was like $24,000. And the fundraiser that the other company that I used to work for, I wasn't even, I'd quit and gone out and started a consulting business. They did a fundraiser and sent me $80,000. And since I've been living here in Mississippi, twice, I've just walked, we've gone to the mailbox and there's an envelope in it that has been mailed to us with $5,000 in it. I don't have a clue who it came from. But all to t told, you know, that's, you can see that's over $100,000. Most of that I had very early, which I needed to pay off my, all the medical bills that I had. And so the Lord has provided for us financially way beyond what I deserve. And so I just hope you can see that the Lord provides. And he didn't have to do all of that, and the Lord would still be good and sovereign, and, and we would praise his name. But to me, if you doubt miracles, you can just look at me, because the doctor, he told me afterwards, the surgeon, well, he thought I would die on the operating table. And he sent pictures. He took a couple of breaks. He sent pictures to his, the surgeon that taught him to do the surgery in college. And that surgeon said, if he doesn't die on your table, you're the Houdini of all neurosurgeons. Well, there's, there's no reason that I should be alive. There's no reason I should be up walking. And I know I'm barely walking now, but I've had the last 19 years. And I just praise God for that. Amen. 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 Amen.